Hello and welcome to episode 12 of The Diamond in the Plus. Episode 12 should have been last week, but life happened. (laughs) It's just, honestly, I would say the last few weeks have been them kind of weeks where life is just happening. Life is happening thick and fast right now. Um, So yeah, we didn't get around to it. I could have come up with some excuse as to why not. We were both poorly. Life was hitting us in the face. You know, there's that. So a week off, a week off isn't necessarily a bad thing. But honest to God, as I said, life is just happening at the minute. It seems to be like something good will happen. I'll be on top of the world. I'll be buzzing. I'll be in my lucky girl era, like loving life. And then like five bad things will just wallop me straight in the face. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm just trying to stay positive that, you know, this is the this is the plan. This is what's laid out for me. This is what the universe wants. Um, get on with it. Suck it up. Be a big girl. But yeah, I must admit, it's shitty. <laughs> it's shitty. Like, yeah. I'm not just going to ramble on though. I'm not going to spill all my woes onto you. I'm sure people out there have bigger problems than I do. I'm just saying. I feel like I'm being royally fucked in the ass by life at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a nice image. Anyway. <laughs> episode 12. Hi and welcome to A Diamond in the Plus, a podcast with me Jade Wakeling about how to feel a little bit more confident in your own skin. I mean, you're now going to miss out on an episode with my boyfriend. That's going to have to come at a later date. But I mean, I can like, I can provide the gist of what you would have said. You know, I'm amazing. I'm brilliant. I'm beautiful. I'm a, an above average cooker, baker, whatever the word is, a chef. Um, I'm a good dog mum. I'm a good cat mum. I'm a good bunny mum. Um, I've got a great ass, nice eyes. Yeah, I'm funny. Um, I do a brilliant Taylor Swift rendition in the car. Um, the list could go on and on and on. Um, I'm sure Max would have come out with a billion other great things <laughs> about me and nothing bad. Um, anyway, so yeah, Valentine's last week, feeling all lovey-dovey, loves in the air. But really, sort of, I've done some videos for my TikTok around similar fe- uh, themes. And really, my mindset at the minute is just how lucky I am not to be single. Yes, I adore Max and I feel very lucky to be with him. So yeah, I feel very lucky to be with him specifically. But also, thank fuck I ain't single. Oh, when I think back to my single days, Jesus Christ, the male species is something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you are a plus size woman who has had to navigate the filthy territories of Tinder, Bumble, what else have I used before? Um, Hinge. I tried plenty of fish once. That was dead weird. I was on it for like a day, two days at most, maybe, right? Weirdest thing I had on there, right? And like, buckle your seatbelts, this is odd. A man messaged me and was like, I have a fetish for being a chair. Yeah silence um yeah I have a fetish for being a chair I'd love you to sit on me and tell me what good chair I make blah 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 yeah at that point I thought you know what plenty of fish I don't want them I don't want a fish in my life um not about this so tinder and bumble were the more normal options um 
if you can wade yourself through the dick pics and, you know, sexually explicit messages, then yeah. I mean, it really baffles me how, you know, Joe from accounting or Chris from what trying to think of another mundane job Chris Chris from the call center how they think it's acceptable right to start a message telling you what they want to do to you in the bedroom like it's ballsy it's out there it's not my cup of tea when I used to wake up right for work at like four six in the morning and some of them are messaging at like six in the morning right this crude stuff and I'm thinking Jesus Christ, go and get some Weetabix. Go and get some Weetabix, have a cold shower and keep your dirty fantasies in your filthy little boring finance heads of yours. Sorry, that's probably very judgmental. But anyway, as you can tell, I really do not miss the Tinder days, the Bumble days, the Hinge days. Didn't really get on with Hinge. I don't think I was edgy enough. All my, you know when you can like set questions on your profile? Well, all mine seem to revolve around like, um... Taylor Swift and and being funny you know I thought it was I'll be honest I'm funny men don't like that boys don't like that too much yeah so yeah tinder was where I spent most of my days rather depressingly and like I don't know about you but I was one of them that I'd like download it be on it for like two weeks and then have to delete it again for a month just to like refresh and reset you know just can't couldn't do it just couldn't do it. Hated dating so much because I'm gonna sound like a dick now, but I just didn't care. Like, you know, when people message her, right? And now um, this is really hip- hypocritical of me because I've just said I didn't want like sexual messages or dick pics. But on the other hand, when people would message you like whole essays about their life, right? And you've only like literally like all I've put is like, hey, how are you? And they'd send me like an essay. I can't keep up with that my mind, my mindset and uh, I can't do it, um, I don't care, quite simply, just tell me you're good, tell me you're good, let's have some small talk, I can suss out whether you're worth continuing talking to, I can suss out whether you're a creep with a weird chair themed fetish and we'll go from there, might go for a drink, might have a cheeky bonk but other than that, yeah, I'll go from there, um, <laughs> so yeah, Tinder was crap as well, but actually saying that, I did meet Max on there, um, waded through the shit ones, found my little Prince Charming, I shouldn't say little, he's very conscious of his height, found my five foot, nearly 11 (laughs) Prince Charming, yeah, um, he's a babe, but he was a dick at first too, don't get me wrong, he was a dick on Tinder, the first time round we spoke, he like blocked me, um, said he didn't want to meet up with me, blah, 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 all of that, then he come hopping back in my bumble matches, um, because I was tragic and paid to see who liked you, and yeah, went from there, so even he is not exempt from being tarnished with that all men are shit on Tinder brush, but hopefully you've met some nice men on Tinder, and hopefully you're in very happy relationships, and don't have to resort back to the horrors of the world of Tinder. Anyway, I'm going off on a massive tangent, as always. Um, The theme of today's episode, as I said, I was feeling all lovey, all dovey, all grateful that I don't have to spend my days on Tinder. So it's all about dating, and more specifically dating as a plus-size woman. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the skinny queens out there. They probably still have a real shit experience on Tinder as well. However, as a plus-size woman, it is horrendous. It is dog shit right? Men think they can say anything to you. 
The minute you have boobs and a batty, they think they can tell you exactly what they want about your body and they think that you're just going to bend over, spread your cheeks and that'd be that. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so explicit. I'm really sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I shouldn't say the first thing that comes to my head. Um, But yeah, that is what they basically think that, you know, you're fat. That means you're a whore. Now, obviously, on a previous episode, I did speak a little bit about um, sort of when I was in my self-deprecating days, and I would, I would sleep with people just in the hope that they would like me, and it would make me feel a bit better about myself. So unfortunately, I fully played into that narrative that they seem to have, but I think because they already had that narrative, and were sort of putting them views out there, I think that's what caused me to sort of follow along a similar path. Yeah. But let's not get deep. Let's keep this lighthearted and fun. Um, <laughs> I asked you on Instagram some of your dating disasters earlier today. And oh my goodness, you did not disappoint. No, no, you did not disappoint. And as horrible it is to say, I'm glad that some of you experienced awful dates so I know it just wasn't me I know that this wasn't a personal issue with me and yeah it's just shitty men on tinder and being a plus-sized woman unfortunately in that kind of environment so I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite dating stories that I experienced I mean, favourite not because it was brilliant, favourite because it was just so odd from start to finish that, you know, it it sticks with me. After all these years, this poor guy is still at the forefront of my head of, wow, (laughs) there is people like this out there. Now, for his dignity, I'm going to call him Tom. He wasn't actually called Tom that wasn't his name. I thought I would just, yeah, as I said, save him the dig name. Now, Tom was an estate agent. And I know, I know that sometimes you have preconceived ideas of estate agents and, you know, that slimy, like, Essexy type act, you know, the, maybe I shouldn't say Essex. I love people from Essex. But you know what I'm getting at is like, you know, that slimy, cocky, slicks back hair. I think I'm the bollocks. Yeah. And yeah, Tom fit into that. Tom was every part of that persona. Tom embodied that persona. He was probably the one that they like created that persona about, right? And the other thing was, he looked just like Neil from The Inbetweeners, right? I'm not painting a very good picture here. As I said, I was in a self-deprecating era. I would go on on a date with anyone who looked my way, you know, anything with a pulse, I'd have been there buying them coffee. Um, yeah, it looked like Neil from The Inbetweeners. Now, my heart belongs to Simon from the Inbetweeners. Neil does nothing for me. You know, I know what he does with Lego up his ass. Not going to go there. Um. Anyway, yeah. So spoke to him for a couple of days. Literally a couple of days. And he was really keen to go on a date. I was a bit like, mm, you know, we're not really vibing over text. He seems a bit boring. Seems a bit up himself. Only seems to talk about himself. And I should have listened to that inner dialogue. I should have I should have trusted my gut that Neil slash Tom was not who I should be going on a date with. But stupid Jade met him after work one day and we went to Costa for a really romantic first date. Um anyway, he arrived late. Obviously. I mean, come on, expected. Um 
arrived late, he'd just come from work, I'd just come from work. Immediately, I felt like he didn't fancy me, which wasn't a problem because I didn't fancy him too, right? <laughs> weren't, weren't doing it for me. As I said, not a Neil fan. Um, It was pretty obvious. So it was really awkward for like the first few minutes because you could see we're both thinking like, shall I just go home sort of thing. But then he broke the ice. He's like, I'll get the drinks. You sit down. I was like, cool, cool. Thanks, Neil, Tom. Um, Yeah, I'll go chill. Yeah. Sat down and continued to think about the fact I really don't fancy him. And talking to him for them two minutes outside Costa, I'm bored as fuck. But yeah, went and sat down anyway. So he comes over. We have like that basic small talk, you know, again, where it's obvious, like there's no vibe there. Nothing in common. Don't fancy each other. Yeah. And um, he then interrupts me and says, you look, you look different from your photos. Oh, my heart fell out my ass. You know, as a plus size girl, right, it's real shit dating. As I've said, it's real, real crap online dating. Now, I like to think I was honest with my photos. I weren't taking them from angles that made him think he was meeting up with Megan Fox. I made it clear, right? I'm a chunky babe. Okay, there's no doubt in it. I'm a chunky babe. I am who I am. You knew what you was getting. So at that point, I was just a bit like, really? And then I said to him, like, oh, I'm sorry. I look different to my photos. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't mind a bigger girl. Yeah, I was sipping my latte like, fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. I've pulled another bloody weirdo. Um, (laughs) And again, at that point, I should have left. I should have left. But as I said, self-deprecating Jade sat there and continued to sip on her latte, um, hoping that the next, you know, I could just quickly get to the bottom of the drink and that'd be that. So then we got chatting. He could tell it was awkward as well. And I asked him about work. How's your day been? He started rattling on all about these flats and that. I couldn't really give a toss, but nodded my head like I was listening. And then he asked me what I do for work. We'd spoken about this. Like, for the few days we'd been chatting, we'd spoken about it. I'd messaged him that day when I was at work. He knew I was a teacher. He was aware that I taught children. But that seemed to have escaped his head. So fine, I told him about what I do for work. Now, this was a major red flag. His question, his his first question to hearing that I was a teacher, right, was, do you have to teach them about sex education? I was sat there like, who? Who on earth asks that as the first question? Like. Am I going mental right now? Like, I'm so baffled. So yeah, anyway, I looked at him in complete disbelief. And he laughed and tried to make out it was all a joke, blah, blah, blah. So I just carried on talking about my day at school, what it had been like. And he interrupted me again and was like, do they know what sex is at that age? Do they ask you weird stuff about it? I was just sat there thinking, why on earth, right? Why on earth is Neil slash Tom so interested? in primary school children learning about sex education. I mean, if I had like a little radar, right, that sensed red flags, it'd be beeping like crazy at that point. Of hang on a minute, this is dead weird. But as I have said twice already, self-deprecating Jade didn't have the balls to get up and leave, didn't have the balls to tell him it's a bit noncy and just carried on just carried on the day I get I didn't answer his questions obviously I just changed the subject and yeah but stayed put 
So then to change the subject, somehow we got onto the topic of exes. Never good, right? Like picture the scene. When you are me, a chubby, ginger, pale girl, right? Everything's against her, okay? All the media out there, you're bad if you're fat, you're bad if you're ginger, you're bad if you're pale. I'm all free. So I know at this point his exes are going to be nothing like me. I know at this point I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. But hey-ho, we rattle on to that subject anyway. Mine, tall, dark-haired and handsome. I completely changed that now, Max. Don't worry. I like mid-sized, short kings, bold-haired. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I don't even know if he's going to listen, but I'm just saving my back. Um, So then Neil slash Tom proceeds to say that his type is blonde-haired, tanned, petite, you know, five, seven and under, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm five. I'm five, seven and a half. Um, yeah, I just sat there nodding like, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not, you know, this had anything I'm unexpecting. It's fine. Um, you do you. So then he asked me my time. We're talking about that. And he interrupts me and he's like, you would look really good blonde. And I was like, thanks. I mean, I I used to bleach my hair blonde when I was younger because I didn't want to be a ginger babe. But yeah, just a bit of an odd thing to say to someone you've just met, isn't it? Like, you know, I could say to him, like, you'd look really good if you didn't look like Neil from The Inbetweeners. Like, you know, it's something that you probably could change, but like, neither of us want to. Um, And then he interrupts me again and says, oh, you'd look really good if you're tanned as well. Have you ever thought about like fake tanning? And I was like, nah, like, Nah, nah. <laughs> like, um, not really. I just want to drink my latte and go home at this point. But yeah, not really. Um, yeah. And then again, he could tell it was a bit awkward. I got to the end of my latte, and he sort of asked if I wanted another, and I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm really tired after teaching all day. Um, rather just go home. And he looked a bit like sad, and I was thinking, like, really really like you can't be sad that I'm going home it's quite clear we are completely incompatible but yeah he walks me out you know all gentlemanly and then goes to give me a hug and goes to kiss me and at this point I'm really thinking right hang on a second you've basically told me I look fatter in person you don't like my hair color you don't like my skin color and you haven't listened to a word I said because you didn't even know I was a teacher like why on earth do you think I'm gonna swap saliva with you outside Costa Coffee like not happening so I like did a little head swerve you know like kiss my cheek whatever I went back to my car and thought thank god I won't ever have to spend another coffee date with Neil from the in-betweeners ever again I mean actually I would love to spend a coffee date with actual Neil from the in-betweeners because I bet he'd be hilarious but Neil slash Tom was not hilarious he was boring downright boring later that evening my phone pings right and it's him and I'm thinking Okay, his message, right, says to me, he's never met a girl like me before. He was amazed by me. He really likes me, he felt such chemistry. He thought we were really compatible and our date went really well and I was lovely and I was beautiful and all these things, right? And I'm reading it thinking, hang on a second. Were you on another date? Like, is this your twin brother or something? Because, like, them vibes were not vibing at all. Them, that was not flowing throughout that day. That was, that, no 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 what planet does this boy live on so I replied and I thought at this point I'm gonna make it clear like nah it ain't gonna work out I'm gonna get myself back on tinder 
yeah, that'd be that. And then, so I sent him a message just in a really polite way saying, like, I don't think, you know, I don't think that's the case, Tom. Um, And he replied and was like, oh, I'm so glad you said that, actually. And I was like, what? Uh, I'm, I'm confused. I'm really confused. And then he proceeded to message again, you know, love a double texter. And was like, I'm going to be really straight up with you. I'm going to be really honest, Jade. I've never slept with a bigger girl before. And I would love to. Plus, I'm surprised I didn't fall to my knees at that point and want to marry this boy with that bloody romantic text. Hang on a second, right? You've just admitted that you basically don't fancy me, but you just want to bonk a big girl. I don't want to be the bonkable big girl. I want to be the love interest. I want to be the one boys are swooning for, fall into their knees to propose for, right? Not the big girl they want to bonk. I didn't reply. Because I thought you are not, that I, I can't justify a reply right now. And he messages again because double texting wasn't enough for the estate agent, Tom. And he says, yeah, like, it's all I can think about. It's all I can think about is sleeping with a bigger girl. Like, I love the thought of, like, belly rolls and fat folds and stuff like that. I'm sat in Betty and Ben and Jerry's thinking, fuck you. Fuck you, Tom. Like, piss off. Hang on. And then he texts a fourth time because, you know, you might as well put yourself out there at this point, ain't you, Tom? Lay your cards on, I can't even speak, lay your cards on the table. And he says to me that he's going to look after some flats tomorrow and the people that live in them, um, like rent them out, are going to be out in the day if I wanted to meet him there and have a cheeky session. Hang on a second, right? You've made it abundantly clear you don't fancy me. Then you've made it clear you only want to sleep with me because I'm chubby. Then you're asking me to meet you at some randomer's house while they're out at work and to get jiggy with you when they don't even know we're there. Yeah. At that point, I deleted Tinder. That was me done for about a month or so. Um, <laughs> And just baffled, baffled by the male species. <laughs> I'm really sorry I like blabbed you for 10 minutes there. I maybe could have told that story in about three minutes, but you had 10 minutes of it, okay? I brought you along for the ride. If I had to experience slimy estate agent Neil slash Tom, you had to experience that too. (laughs) And to be quite honest, reading some of your replies to my story, you have had equally bad or worse experiences with men out there. Sorry, Wallace is not happy that I've just generalised all men there. I would go on a date with you, Wallace. Wallace is my dog. Any day of the week, because you're a babe. Um, But yeah, anyway, you have had some bad experiences, and I'm so sorry. And as I said, the theme for this episode was dating as a plus-size woman, because I am so firmly of the mindset. It is so much worse. It is so much worse to date when you've got a bit of chub on you. Okay, this first one. Girl, you've been waiting for this question, haven't you? You've been you've been waiting for this question to pop up so you can tell everyone about this shit experience. And do you know what? I do not blame you. I am a hundred percent in your corner. Men are trash. <laughs> Let me just get that out of there. No, I joke. I when I generalize like this, I am joking, I swear. There are some lovely men. There are some creepy men that like to be chairs, but there are some lovely men out there in this world. Anyway, she said, I met Kyle in like exclamation marks, you know, again, lovely queen hiding his name. Um, I met Kyle on Tinder. 
and he immediately asked for my number and we started whatsapping. I thought he was going really well. He seemed lovely, genuine. He was an engineer, seemed like a really good guy. She popped the rest through to my DM. Love getting a DM story like this. So please do anything funny. You let me know in the DMs. Um, so yeah, they started talking on WhatsApp. He seemed really nice, seemed really cool, seemed really genuine. Lovely. She then said, Kyle then randomly started sending me pictures of his appendage. Love the word appendage. Um, started sending me pictures of his appendage midway through the conversation. When I asked him, why have you done that? Like, we're talking about our day. He said he sent it by accident. <laughs> what? Who sends a picture of their dick by accident? You don't. Like, do they think we're stupid? Anyway. So she said the first time I let him off, I was like, oh, he, he said he meant to send me a picture of his dinner. A picture of his dinner. And I accidentally clicked his penis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God, that's the wrong meaning of a toad in the hole, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Right. So he meant to send her a picture of his dinner and I accidentally sent his todger. <laughs> wow. Um, so she said we carried on talking. I trusted what he said. She said about an hour later, the same thing happened. I was talking about my family and where they live, where we're from, etc. And he sent me another picture of his dick. Kyle, man. Kyle. You're not even talking about dinner anymore. You can't hide it with that. What, you meant to send a picture of your dad and accidentally sent your balls? Like, come on. Come on, Kyle. So then she said, this time I called him out on it. And I was like, what the fuck are you playing at? We're just chatting normally. I'm not into that. Like, what the hell? I'm going to block your number if you carry on. He replied and was like, I thought you'd love it. <laughs> she was like, she said, what gave you that impression that I would love this? We've not spoken about anything sexual. We've spoken about our, how our day's gone and our family so far. Kyle then said, big girls love it. <laughs> wow. 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 What, big girls love getting random dick pics? Or big girls love hearing about your dinner? Which one? <laughs> she then said, so I asked him, I asked him, what on earth do you mean by that? And he was like, the fatties love it. <sighs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. I am so sorry that you gave your number to a pleb like that. Wow. Wow, she didn't tell me what happened next. I'm going to message her now. Hopefully, she did not reply. Kyle did not deserve a reply. But see what I mean? There is this view out there that if you're a big woman, you're gagging for it. It's not the case. It's not the case. Honestly, like, chill out. Okay, this next one. This is actually horrible, and it actually made me feel really bad for her. So, I, again, I'm so sorry this is the case, and men can be vile. Um, so, she said, I was dating a guy off Tinder for around two months. All of our dates were lovely. He seemed so genuine, so kind, didn't try anything on, um, you know, kept it really, really lovely and polite. She said that all their dates seemed to happen in the evenings and in really lovely secluded spots. So, like, they went out for dinner and had a private table or went to the cinema, sat near the back, um, and she didn't really think anything of it up until one day when they saw some friends of his. So they were in a little coffee shop down the side street, so not like one of the busy ones, a really, really quiet one. And all of a sudden, he got up without saying why and went over to the corner and started speaking to a couple. She said, I assumed he knew them, and that's fine, we'd only been dating a while, he didn't have to introduce me yet, like it's not a problem. 
he came back to the table and positioned himself so that like they couldn't see who he was with and she said it was really apparent that he was like blocking her out from their view and she said she felt it it was awkward they could both just tell it was awkward he kept peering around at the table behind to see when they left and when they finally left he relaxed moved back to a slouchy position started holding her hand again being all loving she said immediately I had the thought of he didn't want to be seen out with me didn't want them to see him out with me more specifically and yeah was a bit embarrassed she then said I nearly said her name then but I won't because again (laughs) you haven't said I can so I won't um she then said that once they went back to his she confronted him about it rightfully so boss ass bitch you call these men out on this shit and he said it was all in her head no 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 it was just that, like they haven't been dating long I just want to introduce him yet that's fine okay then he went for a shower yeah I don't know how it got to that bit but yeah I went for a shower and she said he left his phone on the sofa and it was on it was unlocked and all of this and she'd been in a relationship before where hang on I'm trying to read and speak at the same time Oh, I'd been in a relationship before when my partner had cheated on me, so I couldn't help but go through his phone. Oh, it's never good if you go through his phone, especially when you're not together. Oh, okay. Um, oh, 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 I've just read the next bit. Oh, okay. So she went through his phone. She said, the first thing I did was look through the messages just to see if he was speaking to anyone else, as I thought we were getting to a point of getting serious and into a relationship all clear there he had deleted his dating apps um no whatsapp messages no instagrams anything okay love that good kyle um and then oh no wait kyle was the last guy you didn't tell me his name let me scroll up no she didn't tell me his name i don't know his name um yeah so then i went on the internet and when i clicked it there was a tab open oh man this boy needs to learn what private mode is and there was various porn tabs open. Oh. The first one was women or woman squealing like a pig. And it was a big woman squealing like a pig with ew, with a little curly like butt plug. Oh my god. Wow. And the next tab was a woman rubbing peanut butter over herself. Again, a really big woman. She was like, and then the third tab in the search bar was obese women. I mean, each to their own. I am not here to slate anyone's sexual fantasies, preferences, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I would have been really upset at that point. And I would have thought, he's only dating me because I'm bigger. Not like because of me sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, she says... I I confronted him when he came down from the shower. I wasn't going to say anything because obviously I was in the wrong for snooping, but I confronted him. He got really angry. Mm, I can sort of see why. Like, I can, even if you didn't know what you found yet, it's not good, is it? It's not good to go snooping. But I'm kind of glad you did because you got out of this situation. Um, So I confronted him and said, like, what's up with this porn you're watching? Like, what's, like, are you only with me because I'm fat? And he said, of course I fucking am. Oh, of course I fucking am. I wouldn't be with you for any other reason. I just want a shag. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, the male species are delightful. How yeah. I then wanted to hurt myself more, she says, and I asked him if he had been embarrassed to be seen with me earlier on. And he nodded and said, yes, I don't want my friends knowing I'm into phase. 
Oh. Do you know what? I so feel for you here. I'm just going to call you S because I'm not going to say your name. I mean, I can't really say S's because I have a bit of a list. But S, I'm really sorry for you here because I have experienced similar stuff before. Not to that level, not finding weird shit like that. But where it's been obvious that, like, a man is embarrassed by me and doesn't want friends to meet me or, like, to know that he's seeing me or whatever because of my size. Yeah, he's loving it. He, he, you know, yeah. And it's a real shit position to be in. It's real crap. But you just have to remember that, like, you are so much more than your body and your weight and stuff like that. So if people put you, if they pinpoint you into a basket and try and, like, you know, just view you because of your body shape, like, that's crap. And that goes for, like, any body shape or type out there. Skinny, big, whatever. Like, you are so much more than your body, okay? You are clever, you are funny, you are all of these amazing things. What you look like should not be like the be all and end all and yeah they shouldn't be like treating you like a fetish I think that's wrong I mean again if if you're in a relationship and you like that sort of thing that's that's you but in my opinion like no 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 yes he can appreciate my body he can love my curves he can like the fat batty but like I'm so much more than that you're not with me just because of that now, there are there are a variety <laughs> more in my inbox. Um, I don't feel like I can actually say them. Like, these these ones I've said, I think, are bad enough, right? Are bad enough about me getting cancelled. Some of these are, like, I love your description. love the storytelling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but maybe we'll save them for next time. Or, like, a little behind-the-scenes episode. Yeah. But my heart goes out to you, right, my heart goes out to you, especially the ones where you've said you're still single, you're still dating or whatever, because, yeah, as I said, it's, it's hard out there, it is, it's a hard minefield, dating as a plus-size woman and dating in general, so, yeah, really do feel for you, but but if you feel like it gets too much, like, take a break, because I think that's the best thing I did, was, like, having the months where I would delete them all, and just have that time to myself and recoup because it is quite unnatural a dating app and the way in which people think they can talk to you on there compared to in real life so yeah just like take it easy go with the flow don't force yourself to be dating if you don't want to and hopefully you know hopefully your Nile Horan will come sprinting around the corner ASAP and whisk you off your feet but the actual Nile Horan's mine, remember that. Um, yeah, but thank you. Thank you for cracking me up with those brilliant dating stories. So next week's episode follows sort of a similar theme, actually. I recorded with Elise, always Elise on Instagram, earlier this evening, and it's all about sex and relationships as a plus-size woman. So not the day inside of things, but actually like navigating that when you're plus size and maybe not the most body confident at all times, you know, the impact it can have on you and your partner um, and the impact it can have in the bedroom, because it's important to discuss these things so that, you know, you know, you're not alone. You're not the only one thinking it. You're not the only one feeling it. And yeah, we should be confident, badass babes, because curves or not, we're bloody brilliant. 
So yeah, that's next week's episode. And do you know what? I actually get to meet Elise in person next week and I'm buzzing. We've been talking for ages on off. She's been on the podcast twice now, including the one we've just recorded. And yeah, I cannot wait. We're going to, um, I spoke to Merv from You at Yours a few weeks ago and we're going to his event in London because we both did a shoot with him before and I can't wait. And this is why I love Instagram because it brings you together with such like-minded people and you meet people out there that are so similar and experience the same things as you and you can form some brilliant friendships. So little old me's buzzing to be plodding off to London and meeting Elise and hopefully lots of other great people there too. I'm sure there will be. But yes, anyway, have a lovely week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, any feedback is always welcome. I truly love receiving your messages. And I'm going to be putting a question out on Instagram. I was about to say on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> like, what? It's in my head now. Um, Just asking if there's anyone you would like for me to get on the podcast. Because, you know, if you're going to spend your days listening to this, I want it to be worthwhile. Um, I love recording these sort of solo episodes. But I do get conscious of, like, who wants to listen to me rattle on for 30 minutes or so. But if you love that, tell me that, you know, plot that in. Um, I do have some great ones coming up um, throughout this month and really exciting. Can't wait for that. But yeah, anyone, any ideas you have, I would love to hear it. Or if you yourself, you're listening, thinking like, I'd love to do an episode. You know, you have an idea, then drop me a message. I would love to record with you. Um, It's great to meet so many different people. But yes, have a lovely week and I hope to receive your feedback and for you to listen next time.